Bye. 
Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good everything, honestly. It's been a very hectic morning here in Studio A. I'm Julian Quintero. This is Foreigner FM. Hopefully you're having a really nice day as a whole. We're not having much playback on the headphones in here in the studio. Um, It's been a bit of a mess, especially when it comes to the technical aspect today. But in the end, hopefully everything's going to turn out all right. Uh, Laura Faria was not able to join me today. Um, She is at home sick. So Laura, if you're listening to this, get well soon and try to stay away from spoiled eggs. I feel like those are pretty um, not great things when it comes to your own health in your stomach. With that being said, um, I'm joined here today by Nafeli Philip. Um, she is our first guest here on Foreigner FM. The playlist today is a playlist that she picked out. That first song was Children of the Sun by Night Stalker. Uh, Nafeli, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me here. Yeah. Really fun. So... Primarily, obviously, Foreigner FM as a, as a program, what we had in mind really is just talking about foreigner experiences, coming to Canada, um, not being from the country, talking stories of things that were interesting from when you first came in, things that are different, things are that are a little bit the same, things that all in all one will experience when coming here so more so if you want to tell us your story you know how long have you been in canada um what's it been like uh nafeli moved here from greece so it's a bit different to the latin american experience that we've been talking so far yeah. so without further ado nafeli if you want to go ahead talk your life story how's it been coming to canada things of the sort of course so i've been in canada for the past four and a half years i will celebrate um i would say five years in canada on valentine's day on Valentine's I, Day. Yeah. Um, it's been fun in in the sense of, like, I've got multiple experience, and I never thought I would in the four years and a half that I've, be, I've been here. Yeah. Um, I've been living in Toronto for the past two years, I would okay. say. Uh, but before I came to Toronto, I had to do a small tour around Canada because when I first came here, I was in village uh, 45 minutes away from Montreal. Then I moved to Windsor. I stayed there for two years and now moved to Windsor. Yeah. That was. How was that like? Um, it was fun. I did college there. I okay. did not have the college experience that most people did, but mm. it was fun. Um the thing is, Windsor doesn't, it's not a big city like Toronto, so y- yeah. you can't possibly imagine the same things that you would do if you were in Toronto. Yeah. Um, but I found a way to, to, to make, you know, have yeah, some yeah. fun there and have some experiences. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's not easy. Like, uh, mm. there are a lot of times where I do miss Greece and Athens, but there are a lot of things that I'm like, you know what, it's way better here than it would be. Uh, back home because I moved here uh, knowing fully well what I'm giving up. Yeah. So um, there are the pros and cons of when you decide to make that sort of a move, but mm-hmm. um, it's it's been going, which is which is a good thing. <laughs> like I'm still here. I still I still haven't given up, and I still haven't said that that's it. I'm going back home. I mean, my mom would want to, but I'm still here. <laughs> All right. Well, from there on, we're gonna obviously talk with Nafeli a bit more. Uh, but first and foremost little song here another one from nafeli's playlist uh, is mediterranean mediterranean <laughs> mediterranean, mediterranean mediterranean okay cool mediterranean by siddhartha uh so you guys enjoy
Baby, te lo metí, Terenia. Fuerte está Milano, foto Mesti Galeria. Tiene acá los besos, mono, tipo Litelia. Anda cego, dipla, muta, pata y nemetria. Cache, dipla, mona, camia, sigmite. Miña, si que se penis, va listo, teléfono. Su besti, nicta, no se promo, no me puse. Si se conecta, mi alma, muy fizoloso. Me lo está maxi, fuego, pali, ya es mi key. Porque una marcha tu fratiza y me quina se va. Me separo en Africa, me macría. Más que eso te quiriso, eso que no se acabó. La villa es una iglica, y García es una iglica, y me estoy dando a su vacía. Y todo el pelo de Galí, y Cristina no es moní, que aquí más me está lo más. Vos allá me la tenéis cani, matani. Tú se me apocrifes mesa hasta macho, tan clés, es exero, muzi mis miali. Baby, te lo metí terenial, corte está en Milano, foto mesti galeria. Dime que no ves un mono tipo litelia, anda se jodí blanco, Baby, tell me, Mediterranean. Put this on Milan, on foot, on Mesti Galeria. You know I'm not just a mono, I'm Bolitalia. I'm the second diplomat, the bad guy in the media. That's the diplomat, I'm the media. I'm the media, I'm the media, I'm the media. I'm the media, I'm the media, I'm the media. I'm the media, I'm the media, I'm the media. I'm the media, I'm the media. That was Mediterranean by Siddhartha featuring Sasuke and Beyond. It is currently 12.31 p.m. here. Hopefully you're having a fantastic Friday. More than anything here, we wish it to you here in, um, well, pretty straightforward Foreigner FM. Honestly, my mind is absolutely everywhere. I've had a really long week of university work. Um, that has been absolutely crazy and... Uh, it's going to be a weekend of uh, a bit of partying, honestly, on my end, if I'm going to be quite honest. Nafeli, what are your plans this weekend? Um, mostly work, because unfortunately I do have to work. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, part of the life. Um, yeah. But I'll try to have some fun. I'll definitely try mm. to have some drinks. It doesn't have to be outside of the house. It can always yeah. be inside the house. Of course, of course. Um, but yeah, something light, though. Something Just because light. university has been getting hectic, like mm. I totally agree with you. What, what would what would something light for you be? Here? Yeah. Um, after a long day at work. Mm -hmm. um, so because I live near Greek Town, I have. Greek, that's by what Pape Station? Is it? Yeah. 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 I have a buddy of mine. He lives up there, and he's just like, oh yeah, it's Greek Town, and I've just been like. 
cool. Like, it's, like it's I don't really know cool. what else to say. I haven't really gone to anything there. Um, it's pretty interesting. Like you, you know, you go, you walk in Danforth, and all you see is like Greek restaurants, which is it makes me feel like back home. But the the reason why I love living there is because there is an LCBO that has a lot of the Greek drinks I used to have. Really? So I have access to that. If I ever moved from that area, that would be the one thing that I would miss the most. <laughs> um, but a light night for someone like me, mm-hmm. um, it would be after a long day of work, go home, chill, um, drink some wine or something, and either watch all Greek shows or Greek stand-up comedy. Because, I don't know, for some reason, I find mm. the Greek stand-up comedy a little bit funnier than the... Canadian American. That's that's how I feel with uh, with Latin American comedy. I'll sit down and like I don't have any specific favorite comics, um, but like I love comedy in Spanish. There's just something about it yeah. that is just funnier. Um, I don't know if it's just because it's a different culture. It's the culture one grows up with, or just the fact that it's in a language that usually isn't as broadcasted. It's just something. I feel like it's a lot more unfiltered in comparison to I, yes. North American comedy. A hundred percent. I was about to say that. That to me, I mean. Okay, as a lot of uh, Greek stand-up comedies would say and have said already, is that, you know, the swearing words you use are not supposed to be the joke. But in Greek, because we have, I don't know, I guess Greeks have a an huge imagination when it comes to their swearing word. When you use it in a joke, it just sounds so much better. And they're, like, yeah. so much, like, they're raw. Like, whatever they're doing, <laughs> it's so raw. And I, I, I can't. Um, I feel like here, the, um, the comedians of, like, Canada or America, they're more, like... Uh, how can I explain this? They they have to meet some standards, and if they don't meet those standards, mm. it's not going to get broadcasted, or no one's going to laugh. Like it's very organized. Yeah, I mean to be fair, like obviously that's just kind of how the cultures become here in North America. At least that's how I feel. So, yeah, li- living co- listening to things and comedy and and stories from abroad, I find just really nice. I really enjoy them as well. Um, it's been interesting and especially like it's yeah as as you mentioned it's not as not necessarily unorganized or anything but rather it's like like over there they just kind of let you say whatever you want Uh, like exactly like i remember what to go last week we were here and and uh laura said a a curse word and she's like i can't say that on air and i'm just like oh well uh, you know, very few people would understand what what she said, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. no, because she 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 said it in English. <laughs> she said oh, it in oh, English. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That, that's a whole different thing, then. It's, it's a, a whole different, different thing. thing. Um, but yeah, like, it's more so just like on air restrictions. What you can say has a lot more restrictions, and obviously in Latin America, and I mean, I imagine in Greek as well. When you're on radio and it's public broadcasting and everything, you can't obviously say swear words and things. But I feel like in terms of comedy or free speech or any or things of that aspect, you can say you have more fluidity in the things that you say when it's being publicly broadcasted. I feel. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Because if you, if I were to compare what I see on the TV in a you know Greek television, um. Or, to what I hear uh, or listen when I watch a stand-up comedy uh, in, on YouTube is completely different. You have to remember, YouTube is something that it's more broad in what they want. Uh, yeah. TV is a TV. Like I'm pretty sure if if you were to swear right now in um, Spanish, Spanish, right? Yeah. Right. Um, it wouldn't be much of a deal. But if you were to swear in See, English, 
I think that's that, that I disagree with that more so because especially at least in Spanish people like especially through media like for, I don't know a single Greek swear word. I don't oh, know a I can single teach you. one. I can teach you. Oh, <laughs> for sure. But like I, I don't know a single one. But I feel like a lot of people know like the very standard ones in Spanish because of like TV shows and yeah. stereotype. People know the standard ones, which is why I find it really funny because in Latin America, at least I feel you can make an ins. It's kind of like Scottish English. I don't know if you've heard Scottish English, but they'll utilize any word as an insult oh, depending yeah. on context. In Latin America, it's exactly the same. My personal favorite is calling people fruits, like different type of fruit. Oh yeah, we have but something like, like that. It's just like in co- like in context, it just sounds ridiculous. It's funny, but like the by tone of voice, you think you know it's an insult. I'm just like, damn, bro, look at that dude over there looking like a fresa looking mother hell. <laughs> like like that's exactly how it is. And like ah, oh, that man is bananos guineo, like. Like people, people would laugh. People would be like, "Oh, that's a like you're you're calling them a name," but like people don't really know what it is. What it is. So it's it's kind of like a loophole. I feel it's really interesting. Um, moving on to something else, real quick, that I actually had a question about was uh, you you've been you said mentioned it earlier, but you're living here on your own. Yeah. Um. So back home in Greece, firstly, like what part of Greece, and secondly, like who's there? Is like just your mom, like, or. Who else is it like in your family? Like, do you miss them? How do you communicate with them? Okay, so I'm from Athens, born and raised. I I want to say that I have like five to ten percent um, that I am also from an island called Chios, which it's not wrong. It's like correct, but mm. I was born and raised in Athens. All my family is in Greece. I only have one cousin here who lives in Ottawa, and my uncle who I did grow up. Uh, until I was like 12 years old because that's when he moved to Quebec. So, but all my immediate family is in Greece. My sibling actually is coming on Tuesday, which is kind of fun and stressful at the same time. Stressful why? Uh, because it's my sister. Like, yeah? Uh, but she prefers sibling, non-binary. Uh, well, I, I get that, I get that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm excited that finally I will have someone who's from my family, you know? Like, I, I will have someone with me but knowing my sibling um it's i I know it's gonna get messy i i I already know that the first three days we're gonna have the worst fight possible like (laughs) i I just know that and you know how it is like i don't know where you live here in toronto but i live in a one-bedroom apartment with a roommate now imagine Two females, one non-binary, all living in a one-bedroom apartment. It's mm. gonna be hectic. For for me, I live with. Um, I'm very lucky. We are two and a half bedrooms, and I say half a bedroom because we make one of my roommates sleep in there, and it's just like a room with a lot of windows. Okay. Uh, and it's like not like our my room and then my other roommate's room are way bigger than his, but we just make him sleep in there because that is. A bed for him, which ironically too, he is the largest one out of all of us. So like, like I'm like five nine, five ten. My other roommate's six one. He's like six three, two fifty. Oh my god, <laughs> he's a big ass person, and he he's in the smallest room in the apartment, right? And so for about like almost a month, uh, my brother came to visit me, and so I was sharing a room with him. And my now I will be on my room already on its own is a bit of a mess. You know, it's just how it is sometimes. And so imagine my brother's living out of a suitcase in an already messy room. So like there's not really much space. We're sharing a bed. I have photos of my brother and he's like sleeping in the most uncomfortable positions I've seen in my life. But like that's just that's just how it is. And it's it's really fun. Uh you know, I really enjoy when they came. Uh we 
it was really funny. We'd like start fighting, and then I'd be like, "Bro, I live with two other people." He's like, "Okay, you're right. You're right." <laughs> just well, kind of like tone it away. The thing is that because when my sister, sorry, when my sibling, um, she because she did her university in Greece, so but she moved to a different city. So from right. Athens, she went to Thessaloniki, and I went to visit her. Um, but before she even moved there, she was in a different city for a year. So I I went to move to visit her there as well. It's like a common law between us that the first three days we spend it fighting. Um, common law? Yeah, because we can't figure it out. The thing is that now that, that they're coming here, um, me and my roommate are pretty similar. I mean, we look like each other. We actually do. She's like my, 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 my tiny little twin. Um, but <laughs> tiny we have, little? Well, they're short? Uh, they're kind of shorter than me and uh. younger also. Like, I'm 99. She's 01. So uh, okay. I'm, like, older than her. Um and we, we're very similar in the way we, we live and how our room is because we share the room, right? I have my own bedroom, she, uh, uh, my own bed, she has her own bed. But, you know, like we both have our own chairs and it's like packed with clothes, like you can barely see the chair. <laughs> and we're fine with it. Like sometimes we get stressed out. Like there are many times I will walk back home and I'm like, oh, my God, like I need to I need to I need to clean this mess. Mm. Um, but now with my sibling coming in, she is a whole different personality because she has her own OCD when it comes to cleaning. cleanliness. Uh-huh. But it's not necessarily that she wants everything to be tidy. She wants the floor. They want the floors to be clean. Mm. Like it's very specific things. And I know for a fact they're going to piss me off. And I know for a fact that if she sees something that she does not agree with mm. or they are sorry, they're not agree with, they would definitely use it on the next argument. I just I just know my sibling. I just yeah. know. That's, That's why I'm stressed. I, I think it'll be all right. Anyway, just to, we're going to continue. We're going to obviously put one more song here for you guys. And we're going to talk and then obviously another song to close out. The song that's going to be playing right now actually is El Telefono by Eleni Foreira, Bobito, and Ayman. Uh, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Telephone, 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 telephone
And that was Leftovers by Planet of Zeus. Um, once again, I'm Julian Quintero. It's 12.48. Joined here, as always, by Nafeli. It's been very fun today. We always have been talking off-air, uh, kind of day-to-day life, things of the sort. And uh, one of the things that came up was actually more so the holiday season. So I kind of want to wrap up about that, especially, you know, Christmas is around the corner, guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I find really funny because a lot of people, especially North America and America, they're like, it's not Thanksgiving yet. You can't listen to Christmas music. And I'm like, there's an ad in Colombia where they say, desde septiembre se siente que viene diciembre. Which since September it feels like December's here. Oh, so like the atmosphere in Colombia, like since September, is like oh the holiday season's coming, and then like right when November hits, on the radio it's just Christmas ad, Christmas ad, Christmas ad, New Year's ad, New Year's ad, followed by alcohol. Like, that's kind of how like <laughs> the ads me. are in uh, in Latin America, or at least in Colombia. So uh, you. First of all, I want to ask you more so, like, how are how's the holiday season and things of the sort in Greece compared to how it would be here? And then on top of that, you said you had a question for me about yes. the Colombian holiday. Okay, so in terms of the thing you said about, like, since September is here, December is here, it kind of applies to Greeks just because um, September we have nothing much going on. But, like, when October comes, we have one of our national days, which is on October 28th. So that's kind of a holiday for us. Uh-huh. Um, so when you're in school, you know, you have one day before the actual day. So it would be uh, October 27th where you go to school and you do, like, a little... Um, a theatrical play based mm-hmm. on the events that happen and the next day on that day you have the parade then in november we have um it's not a national national day but it is because on that day greeks a few years uh, greece a few years ago many many years ago actually were under the german military like controlled by the military so there was a horrible event that happened so ever since we're kind of celebrate you know freedom freedom yeah um and then we have christmas so it's it kind of applies you're saying applies to us as well now in terms of christmas um what we do that you guys don't do here is that um up until you're like 15 or 14 we go uh on christmas eve and new year's eve knock on people's doors and sing them um like carols like songs carols but you have to be a kid if if you're old because (laughs) because you get paid like you sing the song right and they give you money and i remember always getting upset when they would give me because we also have like those traditional cookies two different uh uh, traditional christmas cookies and i would be so pissed when i would like sing the whole song and they will they would not give me like two euros or three euros or five if they were nice and they would give me food i'm like no i did not sing for food i (laughs) I, sing for money like money. what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> no, see, you you mentioned it's like you do what fourteen, fifteen, like max. Yeah, because then you get older and people they're not even gonna bother see, opening the doors. That's, that's that's the awkward part because when I was uh, like fourteen, fifteen, I already had a beard. So like, can you imagine me? I'd be there saying they're like, Nah, you're not fourteen. <laughs> like that. You can't th- do that, that was my best friend. My best friend. He used to have like long hair. He looked like Jesus himself. So like <laughs> oh. people would be people would be like seeing him through their. Um, uh, how do you call that in the apartment buildings when you have that little phone thingy and they see you? 
when you ring the, the um it, like the oh, i know what you're talking about like the ring circle thing like yes. the, the cameras on the on the doorbells exactly yeah, yeah. yeah so they would see my best friend and they'd be like why did jesus himself i decided to sing <laughs> like they it's wouldn't Christmas. let him in but i would go with his brother because he was younger than us and we would like go together and he would just be waiting outside for us <laughs> like yep we got the money let's go <laughs> no um yeah no in, in colombia and it's it's the same thing in Latin America, but it's done differently in every country. We have something called La Novena, which I know for a fact we will get into uh, in future episodes because I plan on bringing someone from Mexico. I bring like, things of the sort. I know for a fact I'm going to talk more in depth, especially closer to Christmas. But we have this thing called La Novena. Novena is the nine days before Christmas, right? That's okay. basically no, Novena is ninth. That's what Novena means. Uh, I, love, I love the name. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really easy. It's really straightforward. Like yeah. people don't be like, oh, that's so fancy. What's it mean? It's like it's exactly what it means. Like, nine. like it's not that hard. <laughs> nine, like nine days before each day. You essentially speaking, if you're gonna go really traditional, you sit down, you read a book as like a passage about part of the story of before Jesus was born. Then you have like a prayer for Jesus, a prayer for the Virgin Mary, a prayer for Joseph. Um, and then you walk, and like everyone goes around, takes turns reading little songs. Everyone's got like maracas, and we're like playing, and it's fun. I really enjoy it. It's really fun. My family being very, very Catholic, like that's something that we do in a very traditional sense. But what is, especially with people not being as religious nowadays and everything, what it's boiled down to is La Novena is during the nine days before, uh, every single day, usually you get a friend of yours, they'll host, you come over, you drink, you party, you sing, you dance, you hang out with your friends. Day after your other friends hosting, you go to that friend's house, you do the same thing there. Day after, let's say I'll host, and it's just like that. So the nine days building up to Christmas. Essentially speaking now, with the people my age, it's kind of just become like, a nine-day-long party in different people's houses. Nothing really crazy. Like, no ragers, so to say. But, like, you know, you'll sit down with your friend. Let's say one of your friends just, like, you know, I have work in the morning. So everyone sits down. You're all having a glass of wine. You're talking with your friends. Your other friend's just, like, I'm not doing anything. So you're taking shots. Like, it comes down to to that. And, like, essentially speaking, that's what Noenas have become. It's just more so camaraderie with friends and family and hanging out with them. Um... But like in my house, it's always been, we sit down, we do the traditional thing first. We do the prayers, we sit in a circle, we sing, we smile, we laugh through the entire prayer process. From out right after that, uh, someone made a meal. We eat the meal, right? We eat the meal, have some fun in there, talk with family as if you're over a meal, kind of like Thanksgiving sort of thing. And then after that, you have your alcohol, you have your dancing, you hang out with family, you can talk, you can dance, you can sing, you can show music videos. In my family, my dad's favorite pastime is showing the most embarrassing videos of my childhood <laughs> that everyone already lived, but they just want to see again because they're really funny. Like, that's, that's kind of what it is. It's kind of like a family thing. That's what La Novena is. And I tried doing one... Um, when I was here, because I didn't go home for Christmas last year, I did one here with my friends. And granted, they didn't know what they were doing. I wasn't going to make them pray. Like, I was weird. Like, I went down to the basement. I did the praying myself because I wanted to do that more so. Um, I was going through a tough time with family at that time. My mom was uh, hospitalized. Oh. So, like, it was something that I really wanted to do. I wanted to pray in that sense. But then afterwards, I went upstairs. We decided to Americanize it a little bit. I Americanized more, like, North America, like... 
Western culture. We did a secret Santa, gave away gifts to each other, laughed, drank, hung out. It was like negative three degrees outside. We went into the hot tub. Like, like, essentially speaking, it was a really fun day. But it was like the idea was for me to try to make it like a novena, kind of like bring Colombia to Canada for my friends. You know, I it's not really easy, like especially if you're living by yourself. Like, I'm hoping that maybe this Christmas, now that my sibling is gonna be with me, that we were, that we're gonna be able to do that. I mean, the funny thing is that in in Greece, like we're we're Orthodox. Um, yeah, so, I think because like it was it called, especially in certain parts of Europe, it's more so Orthodox and not the Roman yeah, Catholic. Yeah, Serbians, for example, are also Greek Orthodox. I, to be honest, I only know about Serbians. I don't know about anybody else. Uh, but like, Orthodox, like in Romania, in Moldova, yeah. they're also more I think Orthodox. North, Northern yeah. uh, Russia Europe. as well. It's Russia more, is? Russia is so big. They have Orthodox, not Orthodox Jewish people, traditional Jewish yeah. people. They have everything in Russia. Yeah, um, but like the thing is that all those years that I was, because again, I left when I was 18, I Uh had the time with my sibling to create our own little tradition. Like, for example, Uh on uh, Christmas Eve to Christmas Day, we would stay up all night and like we would sleep in the living room because, you know, I don't know. (laughs) It was just, you know, in our head. And now that I've been living by myself and having to deal with other things, it's not easy to follow. Mm-hmm. those tiny little things but now that she's coming i'm definitely hoping that we're gonna have our you know silly little time that we yeah. did when we were kids um but i did wanted to ask you I, I asked you off air but i'm gonna ask you again tell me about if it's actually true the this tradition you guys have on new year's eve where they're grapes like you okay, guys eat yeah. grapes. because to be honest i saw it on modern family I don't know if you ever seen oh, that show. Of course, show. I've seen Modern Family, Sofia Vergara. Uh, yeah, and yeah. she was saying, he was talking about. I'm like, I didn't even have the chance to look at it, but then you mentioned Colombia, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> <laughs> so please tell me. Yeah. So, New Year's also in Colombia, we have a bunch of traditions when it comes to it, and they're all supposed to like mean something. Do they actually mean something? No. I mean, it like, depends with if you believe it. No, if you like, believe it, and you want to like manifest it, cool. But like, I, me personally, I just kind of do it because it's fun. So the grapes is you get 12 grapes and you have to eat them all before midnight. Um, and it's more so like if you eat them all, your dreams will come true or something like that. I never fully understood it because, quite frankly, one, I never believed it. And two, I'm not a big fan of grapes. So I never <laughs> ate the grapes. So no, like, I'm, I'm not a fan of grapes either. So like for me, I was like, ah, but like essentially, if I remember correctly, what it boils down to, I know my parents are listening to this and they're going to send me a whole block to stuff. Um, actually, it originated in 17 <laughs> whatever the hell. And we like go on a whole tangent. <laughs> but essentially what it boils down to in my head is that you eat the 12 grapes. It's more so, you know, one for each month and it's so you can bring good luck for your year. Yeah. That's what I've understood of the 12 grapes. On top of that, there is a couple other really stupid like traditions there is um if you like traveling so you can have a healthy year of traveling you get a bag and you walk around the block that you live on with a suitcase to sh- like bring good luck and having good travels throughout oh, the year okay so if you're like really into traveling that's one that we've done before there's one where quite frankly i don't know why it's a thing but it's the yellow underwear in Colombia, there is a tradition. I don't know what it means. If I'm going to be really honest with you, I don't know what it means. But it boils down to you. everyone's wearing yellow underwear. 
What if they don't have? <laughs> I don't know. I've never worn it. <laughs> That's why I don't know what it is. I've just seen it. And one year we tried and I bought the underwear and it was like really small and tight and it was really annoying. Uh, and I took it off because I'm like, I couldn't do that. Well, my mom, see, I told you, my, j- 